It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. And it is the national news for week commencing February 26, 2023. And this week, WIA's formal representation under the umbrella of Standards Australia, WIA seeks operators to host VK7 WIA and VK8 WIA. WIA seeks a new Ross Hull contest manager. WIA Education Working Group reconvened. And the WIA calls on you to nominate fellow amateurs for their annual awards. Plus, much, much more in this edition of News from the Wireless Institute of Australia. I'm editor Graham VK4BB, and this is WIA Vice President and WIA Director Lee Moyle VK3GK. Good morning. The WIA has formal representation in RC006 and RC004 committees to develop standards for the Australian wireless industry which where possible reference or adopt existing international standards. These radio communication standards are managed under the umbrella of Standards Australia. Historically, ACMA takes up these standards within the RADCOM Act. The working groups make recommendations for any changes required to existing standards. Noel Higgins, VK3NH, is retiring as the WA representative on the RC004 Standards Committee and will now continue as chair on the RC006 Committee. Peter Porconi, VK2EMR, has now been appointed as the new WA representative on the RC004 Committee. Peter previously worked for AMSA and has a wealth of experience that he can bring to the RC004 Committee, which he once chaired as the AMSA representative. The WA Board thanks Noel Higgins, VK3NH, for his time as the WA representative on the RC004. The Beru, short for British Empire Radio Union, CW contest is also known as the Commonwealth Contest, and in 2023 it's in its 86th year. This year the WIA has again approved the use of the WIA suffix call signs for use in the contest. The following Australian HQ stations will be operating in the 2023 RSGB Commonwealth Contest. VK1 WIA by Andrew, VK1 DA. VK2 WIA by David, VK2 WQ. VK3 WIA by Lee, VK3 GK. VK4 WIA by Keith, VK4 TT. VK5 WA by Grant, VK5 GR, and VK6 WIA by Peter, VK6 RZ. We are still looking for operators for VK7 WIA and VK8 WIA. Please contact Alan, VK2 GR, if interested. Felix will later in the bulletin give the dates and times for the contest operation. The Ross Hole contest has been and gone. The cut-off time for log entries for the Ross Hole contest has closed and all received logs will be scored shortly. The call signs of entrance will soon be posted on the WIA website and listed in AR magazine. The WIA is still looking for a new Ross Hole contest manager. Interested? Please contact the WIA office. The WIA AGM will soon be upon us and it's where awards are given to deserving recipients that have gone above and beyond for amateur radio. If you consider someone as worthy, then please nominate them for a WIA award, highlighting their contribution to amateur radio in a short brief and submit to secretary at wia.org.au. Nominations must be received no later than March 31st, 2023 to be considered. 
Recently, the WIA Education Working Group reconvened and has highlighted several areas that need consideration for the benefit of new and existing amateurs studying for their respective licences, including a review of existing study and examination preparation materials, along with the WIA information and advertising brochures. That's all for this week. For now, 7-3 from Lee, VK3GK. Belodna, the world's very first ham radio operator, was born here. Who was that I hear you say? Well, Guglielmo Marconi was born at Bologna, Italy, April 25, 1874. The second son of Giuseppe Marconi, an Italian country gentleman, and Annie Jamison, daughter of Andrew Jamison of Daphne Castle in the County Wexford, Ireland. Now, putting Bologna back on the map, a major world radio event, postponed from last year, suddenly got more real with the start of hotel bookings. John Williams, VK4JJW, tells us and... Amateur Radio Newsline about it. Competitors and referees receive the earliest access to hotel bookings for the World Radio Sport Team Championship, which is to be held this July in Bologna, Italy. The online booking system opened on February the 1st. The next round of reservations began on February 7th for visitors and others. According to details on the WRTC Reflector message list, hotels throughout the surrounding area will be providing support for competitors, referees, judges, sponsors and the contest committee. Organisers said on their website that the Emilia-Romagna region of Italy has worked closely with the ham radio community to ensure that the logistics of the event run smoothly and that all technical requirements are met. They credited regional authorities' commitment to providing a welcoming environment for WRTC participants in this well-known region, which is the home of Ferrari, Lamborghini and Ducati factories. The World Radio Sport Team Championship is held every four years in a different host country. This year's event is a postponement from last year when health concerns during the pandemic caused it to be called off. Two member teams whose members have qualified for the event will arrive from every continent to compete in this 24-hour non-stop competition, which is often referred to as the Olympics of Amateur Radio. This is John Williams, VK4JJW. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, international news with VK2LAW Jason. Hello. The International Amateur Radio Union announces that Human Security for All, Hotel Sierra 4 Alpha, will be the theme of World Amateur Radio Day on April 18, 2023. For the first time, the United Nations Trust Fund for Human Security and the World Academy for Art and Science are partnering with IARU in a campaign to highlight the role that amateur radio plays in addressing the world's most pressing needs. To news from Region 1. RSGB Board Chair and Company Secretary Richard Horton, Golf 4 Alpha Oscar Juliet, has tendered his resignation as an RSGB Board Director and Board Chair. And Stan Lee, Golf 4 X-Ray X-Ray India, has tendered his resignation as RSGB Company Secretary. Only last week we reported here that as of the RSGB AGM, John McCullough, MBE, Golf India 4 Bravo Whiskey Mike will commence a two-year term after being successful in their RSGB presidential election. The two new resignations are independent of each other and for personal reasons. Stuart Bryant, Golf 3 Yankee Sierra X-Ray, RSGB president chairs the board until the AGM. 
and in the view of the important role of the company secretary in the AGM, which is just a few weeks away. The board will agree the appointment of a temporary company secretary pending advertisement of the position and selection through the normal process. Back to Bouvet. Well, back in time anyhow after the latest de-expedition left. Bouvet Island, always well up there in the charts as a DXCC entity, has been a rare Norwegian territory entity since November 15, 1945. The first amateur radio activity dates back to a telephony QSO on 14.395 MHz between Golf Mike 2 Delta Bravo X-Ray and Lima November 7 Bravo, operating from Bouvet in July 1951. Well worth a read, and we'll give you the URL to download Bouvet Island compilation by Fox 5 Juliet Yankee Delta in the text edition on wia.org.au. Bouvet Island is one of the sub-Antarctic islands, an uninhabited ice-clad place, 2,600 kilometres southwest of Cape Town. It has good claim to be the world's most remote island, as anywhere within 2,000 kilometres is similarly desolate, such as mainland Antarctica. In 1927, Bouvet became a Norwegian island. In fact, until 27, no one had stayed there yet. But that year, a Norwegian crew lived there for a month. They were Norwegian whalers. In 1971, Norway declared Bouvet Island and the surrounding waters a nature reserve. And in 1977, the country installed an automated weather station there. The next ham radio operation reported was claimed by Lima Hotel 4 Charlie, Gus Browning, and his second call was Whiskey 4 Bravo Papa Delta. This in November 1962. A controversial operation nowadays, as it said Gus would have transmitted from the South African icebreaker, which would have taken him to the area, making some 5,000 QSOs in four days. As I said, well worth a read, and details of the links are in this week's text edition of the News You Can Trust, WIA National News. To Region 2, Anatel, the Brazilian telecommunications agency, recently published the resolution 759-2023 with their new PDFF, Plan for Allocation, Distribution and Destination of Radio Frequencies, carrying positive outputs to the amateur radio service. The final portion of the 4-metre band, 81 to 81.5 MHz, was recognised to amateur radio according to ITU Radio Regulations footnote 5.561A. While the 70cm band was elevated to primary service, according to footnote 5.278, the improvement was possible due to changes promoted during the World Radio Conference of 2019 for Brazil, Uruguay and Paraguay. This work was supported by IARU and member societies like Labre, the Brazilian Amateur Radio Society, in cooperation with their respective national administrations and delegations. Members of the Ham Radio Science Citizen Investigation, HAMSI, will be making radio contacts during the 23-24 North American eclipses probing the Earth's ionosphere. It'll be a fun, friendly event with a competitive element. Both amateur and professional broadcasters have been sending and receiving radio signals around the Earth for over a century. Such communication is possible due to interactions between our Sun and the ionosphere, the ionised region of the Earth's atmosphere located roughly 80 to 1,000 kilometres overhead. The upcoming eclipses, October 14, 2023 and April 8, 2024, 
provide unique opportunities to study these interactions. HAMS and other HAMSI members transmit, receive and record signals across the radio spectrum during the eclipse, gathering valuable data to test computer models of the ionosphere. Speaking of HAMSI, their 6th Annual Amateur Radio Science Citizen Investigation HAMSI Workshop will be held March 17 and 18 in person at the University of Scranton and virtually via Zoom. The workshop is open to students and citizen scientists and all amateur radio operators are invited to attend. The theme of the 2023 HAMSI Workshop is Forging Amateur Professional Bonds. The primary objective is to bring together the amateur radio community and professional scientists. This year, the workshop will feature a working special event to amateur radio station using the call sign Whiskey 3 Uniform Sierra Romeo. Virtual participation is free of charge, and for more registration information, visit the HAMSI website. For VK1 WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We are VK1 WIA. Now, operational news with VK4 FUQ. Felix. Hello there. Now, contest wise, 2023. February 25, 26, New Zealand's Jock White Memorial Field Day is on now. Saturday, 1500 hours to 2400 hours NZDT. Sunday, 0600 hours to 1500 hours NZDT. And on 1480 metres. The Commonwealth Contest BERU happens 11-12 March, CW only. John Moyle Field Day, March 18-19, the third weekend. UTC 100 hours Saturday to 0059 hours Sunday. Yoda Contest, Youngsters on the Air. First round, 22nd of April, 0800 hours to 1959 hours UTC. May 6th, Saturday. Harry Angel Memorial Sprint, 106 minutes in annual 80 meter contest event. The duration is 106 minutes, one minute for each year of Harry's life. It is held the first Saturday in May, 10 hours UTC to 11.46 UTC. May 2021, 20, Don Edwards Memorial Slow Moors Contest begins the weekend after Mother's Day. 80 meter section, Saturday May 20, 6 to 9pm Sydney time. 40 metre section, afternoon of Sunday, 21st of May, 1 to 4 pm Sydney time. DX Window, Austria. Members of the 4U1A Radio Club are QIB as 4UNR until the end of February to commemorate World Radio Day. QSL via UA3DX. Togo, QRP is 5V23LE until today only. Activity has been holiday style on the HF bands. QSL to home call F5LCX. Throughout 2023, one of Sweden's oldest and largest radio clubs celebrates 80 years, and to mark the occasion, Vasterius Radio Club, in Sweden known as VRK, are using unique call sign and a never before signed prefix, ADES80AA. The Isle of Man Amateur Radio Society will be operating club call sign GT3FLH from the Isle of Man C Terminal Building in Douglas this weekend to celebrate the 75th anniversary of Douglas being the first radar-controlled harbour in the world. FT8, CW and SSB modes will be used on the HF bands from 40 metres and upwards.
For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with VK3 Triple F, Bruce. And a very good day to you. Worldwide Special Interest Group News, Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. So to goats, congratulations to Declan Craig, EI6FR, who became a Sota Mountain Goat February 11th after activating SCAR in County Wicklow with Summit EIIE. 0-1-2 for his 1,000th point. Declan is one of only three amateurs in all of Ireland to achieve mountain goat status. It involved 163 SOTA activations over five years. He was accompanied on the activation by John Holland, EI3ISB, who clocked up his 500th point on SCAR where they shared a bottle of champagne. Well done to John on his half-goat. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. Every pixel tells a story. 48 years ago, on the 1st of March 1975, Australia officially launched colour television with the slogan, March 1st into colour. Move on, and to celebrate, St George Amateur Radio Society and VK2 are having their next gathering Wednesday the 1st of March at Kyle Bay. This gathering will feature a presentation by the Sydney ATV Group tracing the development of amateur television from the early days of low-definition black and white to high-definition digital. Truly a presentation not to be missed if you are in the Sydney region. Worldwide special interest groups, ballooning. What goes up comes down. Amateur balloons fate a mystery and balloon experimenters worry about reactions. Balloon hobbyists are also worried that the small balloons they launch into the sky could be shot down or that the focus on balloons could lead to tight restrictions on their little-known hobby. Speculation has grown about whether one of the unidentified objects taken down by a US F-22 on February 11th over Canada's Yukon Territory was a small party-style balloon launched by a hobby group whose name is a whimsical reference to the children's film Up. The Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade recently said one of its balloons went missing in action on February 11th near an island off the coast of Alaska. This amateur radio carrying balloon had call sign K9YO15 and was launched last October. A 32-inch sphere carried a 10-gram payload with a solar panel package and a tracker in the middle transmitted APRS telemetry on HF at very low power. People launch balloons for radio experiments or as part of projects to learn more about technology balloons and the sky, as well as for fun, according to Dave Ackerman, a member of the UK High Altitude Society who has launched nearly 100 larger latex balloons and has just been interviewed by the Washington Post newspaper. Now, enthusiasts are concerned, he said during the interview, that there will be a knee-jerk reaction to what's happened.
He said he hoped that authorities and hobbyists could coordinate on reasonable guidelines or rules if needed. He said it's also in the interests of authorities not to be shooting down party balloons with missiles. Here in Australia, today, Sunday, is a special day in VK5 for ballooning. AREG's High Altitude Ballooning Subgroup, Project Horus, is planning their next launch for today, the 26th, with a planned launch time of 10am ACDT. This launch will most likely be performed from the Auburn Community Oval, with the launch team arriving on site from around 9.15am. Spectators are welcome. There is a possibility this launch will be moved to the Mount Barker High School Oval if weather conditions and flight paths are better from that location. Safe flight, Horace 59. Worldwide special interest groups, Yota, Youngsters on the Air. Local students have had their hands full at Los Angeles Schofield Middle School during the past few days, taking part in a competition run by American Radio Relay League. Stepping up yet again to the WIA news mic is VK2 APC, Alec. Activities were off the school and the idea was to work... That is to make certified contacts with radio operators in as many countries as possible. The competition is open to students from elementary through to college. The past week's connections were to more than a dozen countries, including South Africa, Austria, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Costa Rica, and Switzerland. Teams also get credit for reaching other states in the USA and the final contact count was above 550. The Schofield Amateur Radio and Technology Club was founded by Kent Huford, Kilo Quebec 4, Kilo Kilo, and Mike Newland, November Charlie 8, November. The club has a reputation of being among the top such clubs in the USA by way of its success in reaching around the world via the airwaves. Huford and Newland had plenty in common before they pooled their resources to establish the Schofield Group. Both are army veterans who flew helicopters in Vietnam. Another volunteer, David Kay, Whiskey Bravo 5, November Hotel Lima, is also a vet with a Signal Corps background. The Schofield Club meets once a week and focuses on a variety of topics. They learn something about technology and it expands their horizons, Huford said. Every year the students pick up knowledge about the ionosphere and satellites and electronics and soldering and communication. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Thanks Alec, and it was great meeting you face to face just the other day. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, VK5QI, wins FS3 award. The Mauritius Amateur Radio Society, Mars, has announced a special award for the last formal reported signals from FalconSat 3. An MO112 postal first day cover was to be sent to the winner with the certificate. Mark Jessup, VK5QI, was declared to be the winner for the Mars FS3 award. The certificate and MO112 first day cover were sent last week in an envelope with MO112 stamps. Congratulations! FS3 was a great adventure for many. Thanks again to Mark N8MH for his dedication to keep the bird alive for so many years. 
SpaceX Dragon will carry more hams to the ISS and NASA will again provide coverage of the upcoming pre-launch and launch activities for the agency's SpaceX Crew 6 mission with astronauts to the space station. Launch is targeted for 0707 UTC Sunday, February 26th from Launch Complex 39A at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. The Dragon spacecraft is scheduled to dock to the space-facing port of the station's Harmony module at 0754 UTC Monday, February 27th. The Crew-6 launch will carry two NASA astronauts, Mission Commander Stephen Bowen, KI-5BKB, and pilot Warren Woody Hoberg, KB-3HTZ, along with United Arab Emirates astronaut Sultan Al-Nayadi, KI-5VTV, and Roscosmos cosmonaut Andrei Fedyev, who will serve as mission specialists to the space station for a science expedition mission. This dragon is named Endeavour. NASA TV launch coverage can be accessed here in VK via YouTube on Sunday, February 26th at 0330 UTC. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F from sunny Bendigo. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au. Suddenly to the 2023 social scene. Now, kicking it off, and what is happening? Well, it's Melbourne's Wyndham Amateur Radio Club's Hamfest, the 5th of March. This is Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. Melbourne's Wyndham Amateur Radio Club has organised a humongous Hamfest for Sunday, the 5th of March. John Forrest, VK3JNF, says the event is styled as the only one in the western suburbs. But the WARC 2023 Hamfest will work on happy hams from all over the place. Head over to the Italian Sports Club of Werribee at 601 Heath Road, Werribee. That's the same location as previous events. Happily, it's a huge undercover indoor venue with heaps of free parking. Entry is just $7.00. Doors are open from 10am until 1pm, with tickets on sale from 9am. Major and minor door prize draws are included free with each ticket, and extra tickets can be purchased. Well-known sponsors are offering attractive door prizes. Naturally, a sausage sizzle can be bought from 10am, and there'll be free coffee and tea. Yes, folks, the WARC 2023 humongous hamfest will be on for young and old on the 5th of March at the Italian Sports Club of Werribee at 601 Heath Road, Werribee. If you have two metres mobile, call in on VK3RGL on 147 megs with 91.5 CT CSS tone. Be there, buy a ticket and don't miss out. You'll find work on Facebook as well as on the web. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH for VK1WIA News. From Melbourne to Redcliffe, in VK4, it's Redfest, April 1. Then Antenna Palooza, happens in VK3, April 15 and 16. Hi, this is Ian, VK3 BUF. Antenna Palooza, the amateur radio field weekend with a difference, returns in 2023. Lots of clubs conduct hamfest sales as a fundraiser and as a bit of a social gathering. They're a lot of fun and fulfil an important need, but they're over in just a couple of hours. 
And Tenapalooza is a different kind of an event that brings people together from multiple clubs, but with enough time to relax and get back into the hobby. Now in its eighth year, the event takes place in a green field at Druin West, about one hour's drive to the east of Melbourne. It's happening on the 15th and 16th of April, the weekend after Easter. The event is free to all visitors. Visitors can come along with their tent, caravan or swag. If they like, they can set up their radio gear and antennas for a weekend in an RF quiet spot. For some, it's an opportunity to try out antennas they don't have room for at home. For others, they can socialise and listen to the talks going on in the pavilion. Bring along a folding chair. There's plenty of room and time to relax. On the Saturday night, there's a campfire to sit around. Bring your own food or pick up some takeaway from nearby Druin. This year's theme is Station Efficiency. The talks will look at different ways amateurs can optimise what they do, from antennas to preparation in the shack. If you can't stay for the weekend, call in for the day. It's a great opportunity for experienced operators and for those who are just starting out in the hobby. A website has been set up which has all the details. Look up antennapalooza.net.au The final program will be posted on the website shortly before the event. See you there. We also have, this time in VK5, the Serg Convention and Fox Hunting Championships, June 10-11. This is John, VK5 DJ for the South East Radio Group. Great news! The Australian Fox Hunting Championships are on for 2023 in Mount Gambia. The fox hunting will be over the usual two days, 10th and 11th of June, on the King's Birthday weekend in SA. The Hall Convention will be one day only on the 11th, with tables filled with goodies, homebrew and the traditional dinner, etc. Now would be a good time to book accommodation. See you there. Thanks, John. Now, I'm Graham VK4BB. We'll see you next week. And remember to walk softly. This has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.